Welcome to the Customer Service Gold Dust Podcast. This is the UK's only podcast where customer experience professionals share their journey, insights, challenges, and current focus in an ever-changing customer service landscape. My name is Gavin Scott, and I invite you to join us as we delve into another great conversation. Whether you want to increase customer satisfaction or decrease customer complaints, there's sure to be plenty of gold dust that will help you to stand out. Welcome to this week's episode of the Customer Service Gold Dust podcast. And this week, we're going to take a different approach. This week, we have no guest, it's just me. I wanted to take the opportunity to delve deeper into some of the topics that have been discussed by my guests so far and share some insights of my own. These insights will help you and your teams to create exceptional customer experiences. So what are we talking about this week? Well, this week, it's all about language and the importance of making the conversation feel easy. Now, the words that we use can calm a situation down or they can inflame it. And too often it's the case when I hear people using negative words or phrases when interacting with their customers, either over the phone or online. And a small change in the words that we use can make a massive impact when it comes to the outcome that we get and how we make our customers feel. It's massively important to make the interaction with our customers feel easy. And so the words and phrases that we use are key to our success. We are creatures of habit and we all have habitual phrases that we use when interacting with our customers without even thinking about it. Have a think for a second about how you want your customers to feel when they interact with you. What are the emotions that you want your customers to have? Do you want to instill a level of confidence? Do you want to make them feel secure? Do you want to make them feel like they are safe in your hands? Let me give you a quick example of how the words that someone uses instills a level of confidence and safety in me. Now, I know that many of us have not had the opportunity to travel by air over the last few months, but just think back for a second about the last time when you did. I know when I'm on a plane with my three kids and my wife, there are moments when I feel insecure, fearful, and vulnerable. I have all my family together in one big silver bird, and it can be a little bit frightening at times. Now, I've got to admit that it can be a little bit scary. And then I hear the captain's voice. It's not a long and lengthy address. but In a heartbeat, I feel at ease and more relaxed. And I have a level of confidence in his or her ability to get me from point A to point B safely. The captain's voice and the words that he or she uses simply oozes confidence and credibility. Now, just imagine for a second if the captain's voice or the words that they use were phrases like this. Good morning, guys. I I think we have enough fuel or uh, I'm hopeful and I can navigate some of the challenging weather conditions that we have today. 
or I'm afraid that we're going to be in for a bit of a bumpy ride on today's flight. Or, but unfortunately, that's it. Or that's what it can be like when it comes to flying. So uh, sit back and fasten your seatbelts and uh, hold tight. I mean, what would it feel like if the captain shared some of those words or phrases? I mean, how would that make you feel? Now, although the majority of interactions that we have are not life or death, we still need to make sure that our customers feel reassured and safe in our hands. This is not hard to do, but if we use the right language, like a captain, you will provide your customers with a level of confidence and credibility in you so that they can almost sit back, relax and enjoy the ride like most of us do when we're on an aeroplane. When positive language like this is used, it can have a positive effect on your customer interactions. But it can only take one negative word to send it in the wrong direction. Now, in my book, Finding Gold Dust, I tell a story about a situation where I was staying at a hotel a few years ago. I travelled to the hotel in the evening and when I arrived, it was late. I was tired and I just wanted to get my head down. I walked into the hotel lobby with my bags and shirts and I approached the hotel reception. Hi, my name is Gavin Scott and I have a room booked for this evening. After a short pause, the first word that I heard was, unfortunately. Now that one word sent me to a place of negativity. I was thinking, oh my God, I've not got a room. Where am I going to sleep? I'm going to have to sleep in the car. Uh, where can I take a shower? What the hell is the client going to think tomorrow when I turn up looking all out of sorts? Unfortunately, Mr. Scott, someone has booked you a twin room. I thought to myself, so I've got two beds. Wow, I'm going to jump from one bed to the other. Because a second ago, I thought I had none. I mean, I was chuffed to bits. But you can see how this often plays out. I imagine some guests are not happy about having a twin room with two single beds. But for me, I was on my own, and so it didn't matter. It was almost like the receptionist was trying to appease a situation that didn't even exist one which was potentially based on other guests' responses or reactions when they've been allocated a twin room. Now, my room was the closest room to the reception. It was literally 10 metres away from the hotel reception. So how could the receptionist have used this to their advantage? What if they'd have said something like this? Mr Scott, welcome to our hotel. It's great to have you back and thank you for choosing insert the hotel name here. This evening, Mr. Scott, not only do you have one of our comfort beds in your room, we've in fact got two. And it's the closest room to the hotel reception. It's right there. Feel free to drop off your bags and enjoy a small nightcap in the hotel bar on us. I can see from your address that you've travelled a long way this evening to be with us. I mean, how would an approach like that make you feel? It would certainly make you feel 
pleased that you'd made the right choice when it comes to the hotel that you chose. So there you have two stories where the words, phrases, and in fact, the approach that people take can either calm a situation down or inflame it. What are some of the habitual words or phrases that you hear in your business? And how can you reword these words or phrases so they drive the right emotions with your customers? Here's a few common ones that I hear a lot. We've got to move from, unfortunately, there's nothing that I can do for you, to what I can do for you now is. We have to move from, that's the process that we have to follow, to something like, to protect you, what we do is. We've got to move from, no problem, to, you're welcome, or it's my pleasure. We've got to move from, don't worry, to, rest assured, you're in safe hands with me. And finally, we've got to move from, don't forget to, to, remember to. Now, you may be asking yourself, what's the issue with words or phrases like no problem, don't worry, or don't forget? Well, let me tell you a final story just to finish this one off. When it comes to how the brain works, we ignore the word no or don't, and we focus on what comes next. How many times have you heard parents say, don't run, or grandparents say, don't fall off there. And what happens? Kids run or they fall off. I remember when I used to make cups of tea for my dad when I was a young lad and he used to always say to me, whatever you do, Gav, don't spill it. And so what would happen? I would spill tea everywhere. What we have to do here is think about what we want the person to do rather than what we don't want them to do. And so use walk rather than don't run. Use pay attention rather than don't fall. Use keep it in the cup rather than don't spill it. I mean, what's the instruction that we get on the London Underground about the gap? Yes, it says, mind the gap. Mind the gap. Imagine the outcome that you would get if the instruction was don't fall down the gap. You will have people wedged in gaps all over the underground network. Now, that's a great visual for you to have as we bring this episode to a close. So, listen out for the words or phrases that you hear your people say and consider how you can rephrase these to make them sound more positive so that they drive the right emotions in your customer interactions. Thank you for listening to the Customer Service Gold Dust podcast. I'm sure that there were plenty of ideas you can take away and apply to your business today. Three things to do now. Subscribe to the podcast so that you can benefit from every episode. I'd also love to see a little review as well. This helps to spread the word and the gold dust, of course. Head over to Amazon to get a copy of my latest book, Finding Gold Dust. How to Create Exceptional Customer Experiences. 
the book is endorsed by a former executive vice president of Walt Disney Resorts. And finally, visit my website at www.gavinscott.me and sign up for some more free content. Until next time, stay memorable.